Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. Welcome to season two of At Smart Basketball. I'm going to give you guys a quick intro. I don't think we've ever done this before where I give actually an introduction as to what this thing is all about. This is a, a podcast where we talk about uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the things that we tweet about on our At Smart Basketball twi- Twitter uh, account and is consists of myself, Zach, Bob, uh, Ed, uh, sometimes you'll see Tony, uh, even more rarely you'll see Sean. I don't know if he'll even ever do the show again but anyways welcome to season two we've learned a lot in our first season and i'm looking forward to to really uh expanding on that and uh the launch of season two begins with also you'll notice there's a new logo and there's a soon to be coming a new website which will contain surely unlimited amazing content get some torches lit I was just going to ask you what your bug situation was. You're you're sitting out on your your back patio, your uh, your, your usual studio uh, location has been. It's a uh, long match. I think those were those long matches are sort of a, a requirement for Wisconsin, right? I uh, I don't know where we got them, but they're kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Bob, when I went to the um, good barbecue place, I was walking out and the some servers were sitting there and we all took toothpicks and I said, you know, you can buy toothpicks that are bourbon flavored. And they're all like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's a proper reaction, by the way. Yeah. There's no, uh, nothing else that needs to be said. (laughs) What's the follow up? I just wanted to tell them. (laughs) And it felt like good at a place that has a whole big whiskey bar, you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why there's a market for those, but I would buy them again. I don't think there are many times where where bourbon flavored toothpicks are the are the source of a of a good story. But I think you pulled it off there, there Ed. <laughs> well, I remember those toothpicks too, Bob. They're like a little bit thicker too. They are. They're quality wood. They're quality wood. Yeah. Is it like balsa wood? What kind of what are we talking about here? What, what's quality toothpick wood? You don't want something that's that's gonna like fracture, right? It needs to be solid. It needs to be able to stand up to some moisture. Okay. I, it, I would argue that it was about twice. It would be like twice the thickness of a regular toothpick. Would be my guess. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it it just it it can really vary though. I mean, you get some <laughs> you get some toothpicks that look the same, but they are not. I, I was totally trying different. to compare it to something. I'm like, you know what? It's not that far off. It's probably. I would say those toothpicks were closer in like thickness to a golf tee than to a, like a normal toothpick. What? But I'm yeah, like, I would agree. Uh, uh, yeah. I Bob, what's true. the longest that you've you've used a uh, the same toothpick for? Like, what's the what's your personal record on that one? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I that that's never really occurred to me to track. I guess to be honest, why would I? If I need a new one, I just get a new one. I, I'm always well stocked. I'm more interested in knowing how many things of chapstick Bob goes through in a year. Ooh, that's... Uh, my wife might be able to answer that question. Do you guys have, like, a subscribe and save on Amazon? Mm, no, but she keeps an eye out for deals, and she'll pull the trigger when the, when the getting's good. Go to, 
go to Sam's Club or Costco and get a box of 20 of Burt's Bees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot, let's be honest. And I, I need some right now, now that we're just talking about it. <laughs> I'm going to apply I'm gonna apply some Burt's there Bees. You go. <laughs> so we've got a major announcement for the podcast. I think we're going to relaunch as like, a, you know, the basketball season over with. we got a new... Uh, my a, a good friend of mine, Max. He drew uh, our uh, a new logo for us uh, for the for the podcast. One that we hadn't had. Uh, we haven't had a logo ever. We haven't really had anything besides a really bad Twitter account, which is still going to exist. Um, but we have we have a new logo coming. Uh, maybe a website, Bob. I, I know you're really hard at work at, at, at trying to figure out the next step in our uh, content management uh, system for that. Um, Yes. And then one thing I really think is, is upsetting tonight is Tony's not here for us. Where where is where is Tony's current status? So I, I messaged Mr. Yeager and uh, he said, and I quote, uh, I don't think so. I'm at Best Buy dealing with some computer crap. And I'm tired. AF, as the kids say. Wasn't he complaining about this last time we talked? Like his, he had some, maybe like maybe two or three times ago, but he's had some sort of... yes. Best Buy required he, um, solve. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a few things here that make me just giddy with, with joy. Uh, number one is that, yeah, I mean, he, I guess he buys really cheap computers and then is surprised when they don't perform well after a year or so. Um, also, what really gets me is that Tony Yeager, I would say generally, is not a, not a guy who likes to spend money, yet he goes to Best Buy as if it's 1998, and uh, contacts the Geek Squad for help with his computer when he could probably just Google it or ask any number of friends to take a look at it for him. Um, I was That's why I asked when I heard this of what year is this that Tony Yeager is standing in line at a Geek Squad. I really wish that it was for like a big like tower computer that he was waiting for his turn, and he was kind of there standing there awkwardly with two arms around this big tower. Yeah. It may be. I don't. I don't think so. But it's possible. Anyway, it's uh, it's just troubling. So, but yeah, he's not here. So does he? Do you think does Tony pay for the extended warranty, or is he within the warranty period? That Best Buy will look at it. I, I'm almost certain he's like, ponying up out of pocket. Like I don't know how, that even works with Best Buy, but, I just yeah, it's bizarre. It's 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 so inconsistent with his ethos as a person. It that seems like something Bob you would say, tell me what Geek Squad would charge you for it and I'll charge you 20% less and I'll come out and do it myself. Yeah, that's exact that's what I t- I did tell him that. I said <laughs> I could remote into your computer. There's any number of ways to tackle this, but yeah. Anyway, we're we're launching our new chapter without Tony. Without Tony. Maybe he'll maybe he'll join next week after he's got a brand new exciting $200. Are we are we calling are we calling this like season two or what is this now? Is this like uh, uh probably, I guess. I don't know. Does it matter? I haven't really decided that one yet. Probably, I guess. Grand opening season two. The okay. off season. Right. We, we launched, yeah, the off season of the NBA, I guess. But yeah, even though we don't talk basketball. But we, we started this back in September, I think. It was the first, I think the first uh, episode. And it's been going pretty consistently since then. We took a couple weeks off during the NBA finals for some reason. Um, and then <laughs> we're back. I would really like to maybe, brand. yeah, I, really I, w- I mean, yeah. you know, Bob, you had some good ideas, I think, of maybe talking a little bit about the Celtics, they're, they know what, what sort of condition they're in. I don't know if you have any, 
you know, they're uh, you've you've surely heard about the Al Horford Al Horford yeah. Horford. Horford. <laughs> I think you said it right the first time. I think I said, Horford. is it Horford? No, just Horford. Horford, yeah. What's the Horford situation? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that roster is, is uh, I don't I don't think it's terrible. I think they'll probably still make the playoffs next year, but uh, it's not like not like what they hoped it would be, right? With like They thought they'd get Ant, they'd have Kyrie, and they'd be back to the glory days. But now Kyrie... Horford's leaving, most likely. Um, yeah. It's kind of sad. Ed, Ed, are you up to date on, on NBA news, or should we just uh, just talk, me and talk, Bob, about, about this one for a little bit? Um, no, I heard about Horford um, op- <laughs> opting out. I think what was surprising to me was he opting out of $30 million, I think, for next year, right? And then the idea was that he was going to sign long-term with Boston, and now he's not going to at all, potentially. That seems... Like the Celtics are gonna lose Horford and probably Irving, and they're gonna be left with what Gordon Hayward and yeah, and they, Tatum? they've got Tatum. Tate, uh, yeah, I mean Tatum. they've got some pieces. Did you just say Tatum? No, Tatum. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I said Tatum. We'll go to the tape later. But I mean, I think they'll be fine. They're they're not gonna be they're not gonna be like a title winning team, but it could be good for them long term. I don't know. Kyrie, Kyrie wanted out bad enough that I don't think that's the worst thing. He didn't seem to care too much at the end of the Boston-Milwaukee series. No, no. Maybe um, he was thinking of Uncle Drew, too, the, the, the sequel. Bob, can you explain to me, please, what the plot is of Uncle Drew since you just watched it recently? I did. I watched it last night, and uh, the, the plot is that an old man who is played by Kyrie Irving named Uncle Drew... Uh, had had a basketball team that played in the Rucker Rucker tournament as like you know twenty year olds, uh, except the night before the championship, Uncle Drew slept with uh, Shaquille O'Neal's lady friend, uh, and that broke up the team and that broke up like the whole group for about fifty years. But then they come back together to win the tournament at age like seventy five or whatever. So, one thing that I've been confused about. Is Uncle Drew, is that like a persona that Kyrie has had or did he create it for the movie? And like the parallel to me, like the closest thing I can think of is like Lil Penny with Penny Hardaway. Of that being like an actual somewhat of a persona that was more than just a one-off thing. Right. I mean, I think, wasn't, didn't it start as like a commercial? Like Uncle Drew was a, a commercial originally, wasn't it? I think so. It is. It is an old commercial. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, looking at. It's an old soda commercial. Probably spray. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. I mean, I the movie. Log by the BostonGlobe.com to view this, so I can't do it. But anyways. By the way, I give the movie a. I'm. I'm gonna give it two ratings. Number one, like overall, is a movie in the grand scheme of movies. It's like a five of ten. It's a very average movie. You know, it's nothing special, nothing terrible, for what. It is. I'm gonna give it a nine of ten. It's just uh, it's, it's a couple of, it's a couple hours of carefree, ridiculous whatever. It sounds like a summation <laughs> of uh, the at Smart Basketball podcast in general. Between if you're expecting so, yeah. this to be a good podcast versus accepting it what it is. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, anyway, yeah. Zach, I think you had a question that we wanted to talk about with movies. 
thanks for that long story there about about how you thought it was a nine of ten for what it is like what what else would qualify for movies that are in the category of what uncle drew is i mean we, you know you kind of uh, ed kind of mentioned the, the well, little penny but yeah. that's, just, that's just an ad campaign no. like is there another comparable no. movie that would be in the same no, 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 vicinity no. of you're what mi- this is you're misunderstanding the point maybe i didn't explain it well that's probably more what it is but the point is that you go into you go into certain movies expecting it to be a certain thing, right? So like you're not expecting Varsity Blues, that's just a movie that came to mind, to be like uh one of the top ten movies of all time. But for like a ridiculous high school football movie, it's great. It's all the, it hits the mark. Same as Uncle Drew. Zach is itching for a follow up because I don't <laughs> I don't think I I think reading Zach's face right here is like, you just did not answer my question. I still want well, to Well, yeah, no, it's good. It's, you, you, you really, I think you did, you did a great job. Bob. So, um, <laughs> you know, while, while we're on the, uh, the exciting, thrilling topic of movies, uh, we, you know, Ed, Ed kind of described a situation recently where he watched uh, John Wick halfway through. Is that right, Ed? And then you decided to uh, just discontinue watching. You were enjoying it, but you, you discontinued watching it halfway through. I, Yes, I was watching John Wick, and I did not turn it off due to disinterest. I think I had to go somewhere or something else happened, and I turned it off. Okay. And I was was enjoying it, and then I just never got back around to finishing it. I think it's because I was streaming it, and maybe it became unavailable when I wanted to watch it again. So my comment was... a common problem, by the way. Well, that's actually a reasonable uh, excuse. Yeah, when we were chatting about this earlier, uh, maybe a a week or two ago, you just kind of threw it out there like you just kind of gave up on it. I just gave me right. No, I I didn't know that there was an actual story behind it. Okay. And I've become frustrated because I found John Wick 2 to be available on the various streaming services (laughs) I have, but not John Wick 1 to finish off the other half. But so I think, but what got the debate going was, can you say that you like a movie if you haven't seen the whole thing? And I think you can, as long as you qualify that I like the part that I saw, and that's what I'm giving you my opinion on. Not that I'm going to say that it's a, a great movie all the way through. Yeah, your 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 explanation kind of walks all over my 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 earlier zeal in, in trying to <laughs> to to kind of make fun of you, but but yeah, no, I think that's actually pretty reasonable, and I think, um, yeah, go ahead, I I lost my train of thought, but go ahead, yeah. Well, I think it's like, you know, a TV show. It's not like you have to watch every single episode to say that you like a TV show, right? So, similar concept. So, I think we should, while we're on movies, though, because I was thinking about this again. <laughs> Zach is disappointed. Zach yes, is disappointed. I, I with completely derailed it. Um, we all, I think we all said we need to find a time. Who said this? That we should find a time where we all agree to watch a movie that we haven't, it's egregious that we haven't seen it, and we have to watch it around the same time period. And we all listed what that movie was, and mine was Top Gun. That I have not seen oh, Top right. Gun. Right. Um, right. And what was that, Zach? <laughs> with your, this is your, I don't know, was yours a Tom Hanks movie because of your refusal to see anything from him? Like <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. I haven't seen a lot of uh, recent <laughs> Hanks movies. It's been, it's been since Forrest Gump, maybe? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, I think I saw Catch Me If You Can. Um, but I definitely avoided Lost. Uh, or, or, a... or, or, was it Lost? Castaway. Uh, Castaway, yeah. Um, haven't seen that one. Her, her, I, I feel like I know the plot so well, I don't need to see it. Like, people have talked about it so often. There's the volleyball. He's at sea. I mean, what, what more is there to that story? 
not much. <laughs> I mean, that's why you got to lean on the acting. I mean, I think he was like, he got an Oscar for that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you tried saying that anything that he was in post-Philadelphia was garbage, and I think we listed a number of good movies. <laughs> I liken Zach's refusal to watch Tom Hanks to Peter's refusal to get on Facebook. It's just like, it's just, you know, you put your foot in the ground and you're not budging. Well, then, and then I know it's uh, you explained why, Bob, but you have watched the movie Tag and Uncle Drew the last couple nights while you are the clearly the biggest Tom Cruise fan amongst all of us and you have not seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. You also haven't seen the Bourne movies, which are clearly in your realm of yeah. um, what I'm going to generously describe as mindless action um, that yeah. you seem to enjoy. So that that's what really bothered me. And you explained it by saying you want something because you're working out and you don't want to have to listen to every whisper. I would say that there's not a lot of whispering going on when Tom Cruise is doing 30-foot motorcycle jumps. <laughs> Yeah, but there's like there's like weird little plot twists and like if you're not paying attention to some of those movies, how do you know how do you know like who a character is even? I mean, it's it, it's too fast paced to not sit down and, and pay attention to some extent. Zach, you saw the most recent Mission Impossible, right? You know, I'm kind of behind on the MIs. I've I've only seen a, a a couple like the first two or three. I have not seen how many other like eight or nine, right? I don't. The last one was really good, though, and my, my only reason... Yeah, no, I, I heard they're all really awesome, yeah, and I'm not joking. No, the only reason why I was bringing it up is that if Bob saw it, I'm worried that he would do two things. One, he would look up the Henry Cavill workout regime, you know, he's the guy who also played Superman, and then two, I'm worried that Bob would grow the mustache that he had, because I know Bob likes to fancy himself as a uh, good mustache grower and, and keep... I actually... I just want to put, go on the record as stating that I have done the Henry Cavill Superman workout in the past. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so I don't have to be worried about it because it's already happened. Yes, exactly. And you've also, also grown uh, a mustache during the month of November. That's right. I Every have a year. message. I have a message from a, a, an interested party here, uh, asking: Is is Tom Hanks not the most likable actor of our generation? Please explain your distaste for Tom Hanks, Zach. Uh, I, I don't know. There's just something about about him, uh, his movies. Uh, I think, like I said, I think it was. For, and again, this is going back to when I was in high school. So my maybe my high school self is. Well, I know my high school self was was definitely not the most mature individual, but I, I think Tom <laughs> Hanks back. Uh, I think it was Philadelphia was. I mean, and I, I didn't mind that movie at all, really, other than Tom Hanks just kind of. It just didn't work for me. I don't. Again, it's been almost 25 years since I've seen that movie, so I don't remember the exact details of it, but. He's just, just kind of rubbing the wrong way. And then Forrest Gump came along, and then that was, uh, I guess I haven't watched any, you know, purposefully any of his movies since Forrest Gump. So Forrest Gump. that really just put the cap on it. But um, <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was great and big. Big. You guys have all seen Big, right? That's a classic. Yeah. Of course. Okay, so Big is like I think where he shimmy, he lasts sort of. Yeah, I mean when you can but if you can pull off you know acting like a, was he like an eight year old nine year old? Yeah. Yeah. That's. That should have been his 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 Oscar was was that one right there? But. Let me bring it back to the to basketball. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Chris Middleton getting a max contract. Zach, your thoughts. 
I don't really, I don't think that I'm in a position to make any judgments judgments on, on NBA salaries. I really don't quite understand, uh, like how much is the max? I guess it doesn't matter. He's, he's the, he's basically as high as, as high as he is you can get paid in the NBA. So he's, you know, he's one yeah. of the top players, but it's possible that, that there are other players who are not as necessarily skilled who would get the max because there's a max. I mean, you can have many players have them hit the max, so. It's it's what the market can afford, I suppose. I don't know what the, like how it plays against the salary cap. There's too many salary cap rules for for a a schmuck like me to to pretend that I can actually follow salary cap. Um, yeah, the, you know okay. how, to, how great, to get around it. So that was a great okay, non answer. Ed. Ed, please give me an Thanks. answer. <laughs> I think I think the question is: Is Chris Middleton good enough to be paid more than what he's getting paid right now? And I think the answer right. is probably yes. Um, and the, the, what little I know is that there are more teams with max contract spots available than there are actually probably good players that deserve those spots. So, okay. like, I think, and, and I'm pulling the Zach from the show that we both listened to where the discussion was going that the Knicks might not even be able to get somebody like Kemba Walker, despite the fact that they're going to have what, two max contract spaces. So who are they going right. to pay? Who are they going to pay for it? So, right. But I feel like I don't know enough about the Bucks, but I have to imagine that don't doesn't the 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 current team get some type of a leg up or something, or are able to offer something better than if they go on the open market, so they can afford them more than if they're signing somebody off the street for a max. Yeah. So if 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 the Bucks resign Middleton, they can sign him to five years, one hundred ninety million. If a different team signs him, they can sign him to four years, one hundred forty one million. Yeah. And um, th- that's the correct answer here was that it's insane to pay Chris Middleton max money. That, that was would... the correct. I mean, okay, so it's insane. But what do you do? Like, do you you cut him loose and and try and find a replacement for him? Because he was on a team that that yeah. was basically a game away from the the, the title. Like they were okay, yeah. two games away, but whatever. I mean, they were really close to to basically beating Toronto. And and what if they would have gone on to presumably beat Golden State? Yeah. Yeah, I'd cut them loose. I mean, just because they they almost did that this year doesn't mean that you can't find a number of other players that are as good or better than Chris Middleton if you have a max contract. Okay, well space. let's play this exciting exciting game. Yeah, there's an exciting game that we can play that's called Who would you replace Middleton with on the Bucks if you let him go? Who's your who's your max guy? Sign Kevin Durant. Sign Clay Thompson. Could they actually get those guys? Why? I mean, why not? I, I yeah. guess, but they, they neither of those guys would, would would be available until twenty twenty. Well, I guess maybe Clay Thompson later this year, but or later at the end of the season. But that that's that's definitely uh, kind of a gamble. Yeah, but I'd rather pay I'd rather pay those guys for the next five years than Middleton for the five years. I mean, I'm not going to mortgage my. I've got how old is Giannis right now? Like twenty. 24, 23, 24, 25, 24. I mean, you've got him locked up for quite a while. Well, I mean, he's, he's on your team. Hopefully you can keep him. Um, don't, if you, if you sign Middleton, you're stuck with Middleton. I don't think you want to be stuck with Middleton. I'm texting Tony Varga right now and he's giving me the bubbles back of typing back. How old's Chris Middleton? I think 27. 
By the way, yeah, thanks. By the way, Ed, it's okay to name the show that we both listen to. It's the Dan Levitard show. I think it's safe to, to just let that one fly. I know I, you like I, to. You get mad when I bring up the show, so I at least will. No, I actually almost. I actually almost. So let's let's go ahead. I mean, so they actually had a fairly interesting discussion today. Uh, this is what Wednesday, uh, in regards to the the Hor- Horford thing, where basically they they sort of uh, came to the or, I guess they call it speculation, where they think that. And I don't know how much of a joke this is because I don't follow, you know, the NBA news. I don't really know what broke today, other than he turned down his that, that uh, thirty million dollar option. They think that uh, he was tricked by the Celtics into um, dropping his option so they could just let him go, basically, and then save thirty million, which is interesting. It's actually within the the realm of possibility. But is anybody else talking about that, is, or is that just the Dan Lebertard show being the Dan Lebertard show? I haven't heard anything else. I mean, that's a pretty funny, it. it's funny, but it's also, like, feasible. Sounds like something that Bill Simmons would write about. Well, they've had, they've Dude, had him Simmons, on the show no, a lot recently. No, Simmons is too, no, Simmons is too, too straight. He's too, he's too into his fandom. He's too out about, about his experiences. It's too, he wouldn't go to the length of, of, his, of thinking that his own team would potent, would actually, you know, uh, that's his whole, like, bamboozle whole Al Horford. Stick. He would compare it, I mean, I'm being real here, too. I'm being real. He would compare it to, like, some 80s movie. Be like, this is exactly what happened in, you know, I don't know. You're you're 100% right. In The Godfather, and this is when Fredo, you know, it's like something absurd. That's totally what Simmons would do. Yeah. Okay, so that's what Simmons would do. This is not what Simmons is. Simmons would not do what, 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 whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're asking if any... You're asking if anyone else has, has talked about it, and I'm, I'm just saying, I bet Bill Simmons has. Hey, our friend, our friend Varga, <laughs> um, has weighed in. I hope he listens to the pod later. I said, quick, does Chris Middleton deserve a max contract? And if not, what do you do with him? We're on the pod right now. His response. So was, you're texting. So you just you're texting somebody, uh, one of your friends. Yeah. About things that we're talking about, and he's live responding to us. And, yes, and that's I knew I could get him right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. His first is there a reason why he isn't just what? Does he just does he not have a, a like a, a way to, to dial in for Skype to just join us? I will get him on. I think well, he, he can't record. Working. I think he's working right yeah, now. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, recording would be difficult. Yeah. So he said, uh, uh, "No, but the Bucks have no choice. They can go over the cap to retain him, but if they let him walk, they don't have a max contract to offer." Him. See, Varga knows okay. the ins and outs more than probably we do on the salary cap situation. What is he okay? I, I feel like we've got an NBA expert here. Who who does he like uh, in in the winner of the the Hornets? Sorry, not the Hornets. Uh, the uh, Pelicans Lakers uh, trade. Who does he have as a winner there? While we wait for that answer, I'll ask Bob what your thoughts are. On what? Uh, the the <laughs> Lakers and Pelicans. They made a trade this week. Vargas said, "If you if you don't keep Middleton, you can't offer a max contract. So you basically have to sign somebody like Demar Carroll, which would be a a downgrade to say the least. I think that's interesting. You know, I mean, that's that might change my. Although, you know, I don't think it changes my answer though, because I think I'd rather have Carroll for like a season and then be able to sign a max guy than be stuck with Middleton at the max for five years." Does he really know. follow the NBA that much to know that Damari Carroll is like the next option for them? Is that really, yeah. or is that just like the widely reported thing that that's being that's going around? No, I would say that Varga probably knows this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably legit. Yeah. Um, who do I think won the? the I, th- I, 
my take on the Lakers trade is that it was good for both teams. I mean, that's cliche, but they both they both kind of had to do it. Like the Lakers needed to get rid of Ball. They needed to get Davis. They needed that second max guy, and they did it. And the Pelicans needed to deal Davis, or they'd lose him for nothing eventually. So, I mean, I don't think there's a winner. It was like they both had to do it. So, Zach, right um, right before I came on the pod, this popped up on my Twitter feed. And here's the headline from uh, Lakers SB Nation, their blog or whatever. Lakers reportedly didn't understand cap ramifications of Anthony Davis trade until after initial talks. <laughs> <laughs> That is fun. Because I think I think basically what they're saying is they didn't consider how they're going to have a third max max level free agent aside from LeBron and Davis. They could have structured it in a different way, and now it's basically it will likely cost the Lakers everyone on their roster except for James Davis and Kyle Kuzma. Which I think is okay. I think that's fine. That's what they wanted. I mean, they'll be all right. They'll 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 pick some guys in the second round and. It'd be fine. But like, you just read like the, the sorry. Did you just read like the AP readout from that that trade like the the like moments after it happened? What what was that? What what you just read there? Did you just read that like the like was that was that like the AP sort of breaking news feed that you just read? This was very dry and. <clears throat> no, I believe <laughs> I said very clearly that I was on the SB Nation Lakers site. Is that um, where you were? Okay, sorry, I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> but. I well, also, I was trying to look up. I was trying to look up and see when and when Davis was a free agent because I didn't. I don't memorize that kind of stuff. His, he's, he'll be a free agent next summer, so technically he could sign anywhere, and the Lakers would have been, you know, been basically swindled for for their whole team for a, a year of, of of Davis. But anyways, we also, I mean, Ed, aren't, aren't you excited to talk about how I think Anthony Davis was a is a is not the kind of guy that you want on 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 on, on your team? I mean, that's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, that, uh, you you want to bat debate debate I, that for for a few minutes here. I was like extremely surprised that that was your that you have an opinion where Zach Drexler says I don't know if I like Davis because I don't think he's a winner. That seems like yeah. the exact <laughs> antithesis of what I always assumed your sports kind of uh, ethos was about, which was this is a good player. Being a winner and a loser is bullshit because all you have is talent, and I don't care. And, to me, it seems like something agree. crazy that you would say that a person well, is a winner or not. Well, there's two types of, of, of analysis that I like to give, and, and usually it it, 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 it you know leans toward the fantasy sports angle where I'm worried about my fantasy roster, which is only concerned with points. Um, but but on, on, on this occasion, and I've, I've done this before with like Carmelo. Uh, I think Carmelo is another example of the guy, kind of guy you just don't want on your roster, and there's a reason why he's still functionally able to play basketball but is not on a roster currently so yeah but i mean davis i I, what surprises me and i i agree with ed's surprise but what specifically surprises me is that like ant davis isn't the type of guy who like dominates the ball you know what i mean like he, he seems like he can fit in on whatever team because he can do a lot of things he's not like a guy who's got to shoot 40 times a game so i'd like to dive a little deeper into uh I mean, either so. There's one. There's there's two ways that I that I can be wrong. One way I could be. I think I, that I'm wrong here, and it's basically the the team that he's been on the past several years has been so colossally bad where he right. just is, has no hope. I mean, I guess they made the playoffs and made the second round a, a season uh, before before this past season, two seasons ago, 
And I guess I don't remember anything besides Drew Holiday being on that team, who was also on the team this year. I guess Davis got hurt. That's the other thing he too is he's he's often injured. He doesn't he hasn't played a full season. So I mean I think even uh, his his winner ability or whatever uh, you know championship uh, caliber. I don't even know if that, 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 that's even a thing, but he's kind of fragile. So was Dan yeah. Marino a winner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think you lose this argument then. <laughs> well, oh, he, he made. A, he a made. Trap. So if we're gonna go, if we're gonna switch gears back to the 1980s uh, Miami Dolphins. That's that's a fun way to go with this, but yeah, you know, compare basketball to football. But um, Marino had a really good team his first several years in the league, and he made the playoffs fairly regularly. Made the Super um, Bowl, made the Super Bowl. Yeah, made the made the Super Bowl in his rookie season, and then obviously never went back. But and and he had a really good team that year. I mean, you guys weren't weren't even born then, but I remember watching that 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 game when I was I think seven. Um, <laughs> I know Edgar gonna joke that I was like thirty at the time, but, but say, no, no, I was you're only sitting seven. at a bar. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I mean, I remember that team being actually fairly. You know, they had really good wide, uh, good good wide receivers. You know, Mark Duper, uh, Super Duper, Mark Clayton. Uh, yeah, the Marks brothers. Can we so, move on to? Can we move on to the next topic um, here? Because what, what Ed? Well, no, I've got text from Varga. I've got some. All right, cool. I said, "Who won the Pelicans Lakers trade?" Can't judge a trade this early, but I think the Pelicans dropped the ball not getting Kuzma. You can get all the picks you want. It's more important to get the best player in a deal in a top-heavy league. Lonzo is an elite defender, but Ingram is a health risk, and you have no idea what you'll get from the picks. There you go. An actual straight basketball answer from our friend Tony. (laughs) Well, we don't want that, but thank you. Yep. Thank you, Vargo. Um, The next item on the agenda was about a tweet... Um, regarding taking leftover food from a restaurant and cooking it to be better than what the restaurant did fresh. And um, Zach, I think, was enamored by this concept. Um, To me, it seems like, isn't that what everybody does? I mean, when you reheat food, you got to do something a little bit different to make it Well, I thought, I I guess I sort of, the way that I interpreted the tweet was that this guy took his his leftovers and, and... that started from asshole. scratch, started from scratch, <laughs> and made like a, a like a recreation of the dish, like just look, by looking at it. Look at his avatar. Look at his picture for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Well, I don't know why you got to be so mean to that guy. I mean, I mean, maybe uh, what's what's your Twitter avatar? A bicycle? It's a bicycle. Look at this guy, though. He's just he like, looks like he. I don't really think you need to make fun of this guy. I don't. No, I'm not I don't making know. fun That's... of his appearance. I'm making fun of. He just I'm, did. I'm, making, I'm not making fun of his appearance. I'm not saying he's an ugly person. I'm saying look at that pose. That scarf. Also, like he's a, wearing that's a. That's like, I'm I'm an, an asshole. Ascot. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like. Wait a minute. What's wrong with wearing scarves exactly? I'm not really sure why you guys would 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 think that's weird. <laughs> I don't. I didn't say anything about scarves. I just have a problem with his okay. general demeanor. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I think I disagree, though, with Bob. I don't think that you make it better than... I think the point is that can you take something that you ate fresh in the restaurant and can you do something differently the next day to make it taste better than when you had it the first time? 
And I don't try that. So do you, Bob? Do you, are, you say, are you saying that, yeah, yeah, do you actually take your leftovers and, and, and add things to it to make it better? Well, I mean, so I, I guess I would say yes. I mean, a classic example for me is like steak and eggs the next morning, right? Take your steak, make some eggs, steak and eggs. Who doesn't, hold on, who, who has <laughs> leftover steak? Uh, often I do. Really? Because... What kind of cuts of meat are we working with here? Are you doing like with a New York strip or is that like a porterhouse? Or what? Filet. Filet meal. So I'm going to say that Bob is both right and wrong. <laughs> right um, and wrong. You are right from the standpoint of the leftover steaks, steak and eggs does taste really good. But you're wrong in that if I'm getting a good steak, it always tastes better when you get it coming out and you're even if you only eat half of it i like that much more than reheating it the next day with eggs as good as that tastes okay all right i mean I, it just depends i guess yeah i mean that's got to be guess... one one well done piece of meat by the time you're done with it because if you're like throwing it back on the you're throwing it back into a pan i get it rare i get my meat rare so you go you go Pittsburgh blue on that when you get it the first time so that when you Pittsburgh reheat it it's, blue. it's more of a, a medium to medium well. Okay, all right, I guess I, if you're going. I, I order it blue and then I don't eat any of it and then I reheat it in the <laughs> microwave. <laughs> Farga just gave me a whole other big thing of content here and I said this is great basketball analysis and you should be on our pod is what I told him in response. <clears throat> oh. Okay, thanks Ed. Mm-hmm. What is what is it? Are you not going to provide it? Or oh, just, I will. Uh... I mean, it, it says if Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, Kemba stays in Charlotte, and Kawhi chooses the Clippers or stays in Toronto, that Laker team team could be weak. I guess if the Lakers somehow grab a third star and round it out with role players, maybe they win the trade. Champs are united from front office down to the 15th man. Lakers have a lot to prove to match that 4-1 to one odds to win the title. I'm not buying it yet. All right. I mean, possibly the two best players in the league on the same team. But So basically, right. Varga agrees with me in that Davis is, is not a winner. <laughs> I don't think that's what he's saying. <laughs> that's what I, yeah, that was my takeaway too, Zach. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. And if I, if I had the, uh, the capability, I, I would be happy to accept anybody who wants to lay, uh, you know, 10 bucks with me. I would, I would pay them 40 if, if the Lakers won the title next year. I, w- I would be willing to, to risk that. Ooh. I'll think about it. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about wrapping it up here. We're, we're pushing. I actually had to hit the stop button uh, a few for a second. So we're at like, what, 37 minutes here? 38 minutes? Yeah. Let's call it, let's call it a good first episode of the second season. The new grand the grand opening. Yeah. But I've always loved it when, when, when like restaurants do that. They have like a grand opening like a year after they open. <laughs> I like that. You can call it the grand opening episode if you'd like. Yeah, I feel like we're doing that. We're we're a restaurant that that wasn't really serving food until a year later. I was a little disappointed. Can we just say on the last uh, topic we didn't get to, just that for people who haven't seen Bob before, that he looks very much like the James Holzhauer or whatever his name is from Jeopardy. <laughs> and yeah. What about also, it? And also, Bob, that you're. That you're looking- <laughs> That your lookalike Grayson Allen was traded today. Was he? Where did he go? It, it, he was traded. Oh, to the, the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. 
Uh, he was and, part of that Conley trade. Yeah. And, and I mean, the, are you saying that? Are, are you saying Ed, that today he looks like him, whereas like yesterday he didn't look like him? <laughs> no, he always does. Yeah. Okay, so this wasn't just like an announcement today. Bob no, looks just, like him. You're saying to, in general. We had on the on the agenda Jeopardy okay. guy, and we didn't get to him, but I at least wanted to say that he looks like Bob. Um, and I think <laughs> that and is I think, so terrible. I think that the <laughs> Deadspin described the the Jazz um, Grizzlies trade as. The Grizzlies trade away Mike Conley for a whole bunch of crud, <laughs> which <laughs> I don't know if, if those guys from from the Jazz should be offended or not. I guess.